This is the Peers to Peers podcast, powered by The Peers Project. Hello, peers. Welcome to the Peers to Peers podcast. Peers speaking, peers listening. This is a conversation for you. I'm your host, Michelle Akitanol, founder of The Peers Project, millennial entrepreneur, world traveler, podcast expert, and forever your fellow passionate peer. Each week, I invite inspiring millennial entrepreneurs from around the globe to chat with me. No filters, just real talk, peer to peer. Together, we unpack what it takes to go your own way and why there's nothing better. As always, thank you for listening. If you enjoy our podcast, please do pass it on. The more peers, the merrier. Hello, peers, and welcome to the final episode of 2019. I cannot believe that the year is up. Now, I cannot believe that in just two days' time, it's going to be 2020. Wow, what a year it has been. So today's episode is a solo episode. So I'll be talking about and recapping what 2019 has meant for us here at the Peers Project. So I'll be talking about everything that's happened in the business and I guess for me personally also the growth that I've gone through. So in today's episode, I'll really be highlighting our year of firsts. So when we launched the Peers Project for the third and final time earlier this year, it was really the first time we onboarded our freelance team. It was the first time we ran an international podcast tour for Peers to Peers for this show. And it was also the first time that we brought on board podcasting clients. On a personal level, you know, this year, it was for me, it was really the first time that I saw potential, like serious potential in this business that I'm building. It was the first time that I had to implement systems and processes so that things could get done in the business and and could run smoothly. And for me, you know, it was the first time I pitched podcasting as a service and really learned what sales and marketing really is. What a year, Piers. I cannot wait to dive into all that's happened for us this year and I guess the growth that we've seen in terms of the business and as I mentioned for me for me personally. So get settled, grab yourself a cuppa and let's dive in to the behind the scenes look of the Peers Project in 2019. I'll start with the relaunch. So as most of you may have noticed, the Peers Project looks quite different now. You know, it may even sound different. Earlier this year, in late March and early April, I kind of realised that turning the Peers Project into a podcast production agency based here in Oz and leveraging our years of experience in, in this industry, you know, producing this show that you're listening to, Peers to Peers, was really the way forward for us. I also noticed at the time that the market was ready for it. 
So brands were looking to start creating their own podcasts and using that as a marketing tool. So I thought, what better way to progress with the Peers Project than to turn it into a super innovative agency that's focus is on podcasting and producing podcasts for brands, which is what we now do. So the thing about me, which many of you may or may not know, is that when I decide something, when I know that something feels right and I'm like, yep, this is it, I go out there and I make it happen. So, and I, and I don't just hold back, I go all out. Like I do not hold back at all. Um, that's gotten me into trouble in the past, but hey, in terms of business, I guess it's a good thing. So in my head at this stage, early earlier this year, I knew that I wanted to create, if we were going to do this, if we were going to rebrand again, I knew I wanted to create a, a an insane brand to go with this idea of being a digital media company specialization in podcasting, a podcast production agency, and have people fall in love with the brand that is the Peers Project. And so to do that, you know, I knew I needed to find the right people to build this kind of brand that I envisaged with me, you know, and to build the kind of company that I envisaged. And so became, and so began my hunt for talented creatives who I could work with. And that kind of leads me into the second key thing that happened for us this year, which was building the team. So prior to this year, I was just working solo as really consulting-based business, um, as just me offering my own personal skills. And I only had, and we still do to this day, she's amazing, Ash kind of do some part-time work for me on the side. And so, but I knew that with this idea of turning our company into an agency, that would mean that we'd need team members that did specific things so that we could ultimately produce amazing podcasts for brands. And so what that led me to realize was that I needed to actually build a team. And in my head, I wanted to build a freelance team of, you know, amazing freelance creatives that could plug into the peers project from wherever they were and work together in that way to create podcast magic, which is what we, what we do now. And so at that time in, you know, earlier this year, I was like, oh goodness, I I never really came. I didn't come from a creative background. I was in finance before I dove into business. And so it wasn't like I had all these people to reach out to, but I just knew that I'd had, I'd have to find them somewhat in, in some way. And so, you know, I started the hunt. I started the hunt for creatives, you know, for designers, for writers, for audio engineers, for producers that would be maybe interested in helping me rebrand the company and then work within the agency as a freelancer. And something else I will mention is the fact that I've always envisaged this company as being a global one. My dream has always been to build the Peers Project into something that, you know, allowed me to travel around the world and, you know, service clients in different cities. And primarily for me, it's really been, you know, New York and London. They're the two other cities I really, really want to do business in. And so with that in mind, I thought, well, why not start looking for creatives based across 
you know, Melbourne, Sydney, New York and London to help build the team, to help build, sorry, to help build the brand and then ultimately work as a freelancer as part of the agency. And so where did I start looking? The first place I started was super basic. I jumped on Upwork. So for those of you who don't know what Upwork is, it's a global freelancer platform that pretty much you can go on there, you can find creatives, freelancers that do all sorts of things and you can get them to do work for you via the platform. And so, you know, I'm not going to lie, I was freaking nervous, you know, to jump on this platform to start this kind of recruitment phase and to try and find awesome people. I think a huge hesitation that I had with that work was that it's kind of a mixed bag, you know, from what I've heard, some freelancers are phenomenal, some aren't nowhere near as good. But thankfully, and I guess luckily for me, I came across our first freelancer, Sarah, on the platform. Yeah, she's a killer brand strategist based in New York. You know, the next thing I know, we're jumping on a Skype call and she started to build the foundations of what now is the Pierce Project brand. Um, and, you know, Sarah did all the writing for the website, created our tone of voice to how the brand sounds and really set the tone for the new brand. And after Sarah, I quickly realized that, you know, as I mentioned, not everyone on Upwork was as stellar as she was. And so I, I started to hustle. I, I started posting in creative Facebook groups. I hunted down creatives on LinkedIn. I did pretty much everything you could think of um, to try and find suitable people to join this team and to build this brand. And, you know, lo and behold, I came across Olivia Chen. Olivia is probably the most talented designer I have ever come across, like ever. She runs her own design studio up in Sydney. She's a one-man show and has you know, done work and been educated across the globe. She studied in New York and now has clients in China and Oz. And honestly, Olivia, if you're listening, I was blown away by the work you've done for other people. And I knew I had to have you create the design of the brand, the design of the Pierce project. And so, and so that's essentially what happened. I brought on board Olivia We, you know, I was grateful she could do it within the budget, the small budget that I had. And, you know, we went from there. So Olivia created the visual identity, what's called the visual identity for the brand. So the design elements, what the Pierce project now looks like. Um, She commissioned um, Nah from Nah Spokes, an amazing, he's an amazing designer in Italy, based in Italy now. And he did all of our, the 3D renders, all the 3D artwork that you see or that you may see if you jump on our Instagram and whatnot and our website. And so it, it was just that team, to, them two together, it was just incredible. So our other freelancers that I have, I eventually picked up along the way and now have as part of the team are Lauren. She's an, our insanely incredible and talented editor. Chris, our legendary audio engineer, everything to do with audio, we go to Chris. Lynette, our in-house designer, who's unfortunately recently left us. And so for all you designers listening, uh, reach out to us. We're currently trialing new designers, new freelance designers for her role. So I guess the reason why 
I've gone on about the team and really given you guys an insight into how I built that team and how I found the amazing people of the Peers Project is because it really has been a pivotal thing that's happened this year in 2019. You know, our freelance team is now based across Melbourne, Sydney, New York. And I guess the lesson I learned is that finding good people is everything in business. You know, if you don't have great people backing you, you know, how can you create amazing work? How can you create amazing work output for your clients? You know, it's just not possible. How do you, how can you create an amazing brand? So I guess the last person I didn't mention was, is our incredible head of content, Ash. She's been with me, as I mentioned, for over a year now before the the new brand and before the agency. And she, she was really just my support system throughout this entire recruitment brand building process that I went through and that we went went through early to mid, middle of this year. It was about a two to three month process. And so Ash, if you're listening, which I know you will, because it's part of your job, but I love you, girl. You are awesome. Thank you so much for supporting me throughout this time of building this new brand and this new company this year. Amazing. So now I'm going to dive into the key final point and I guess key thing that happened for us this year, which was our in-house international podcast tour. So after I'd recruited all the freelance, all the freelancers and we'd relaunched the brand mid this year, so it was in June that we relaunched the brand, I had plans to head overseas and to run our first peers-to-peers podcast tour, international podcast tour. So as I mentioned earlier, this idea of doing business internationally and in cities like New York and in London has always been a dream of mine. You know, I, I've i always wanted to, tr- to try it out, to do it. And so I thought, what better way to give it a go to see if I could even make it somewhat work by, you know, running these international podcast tours, this international podcast tour and running production days in New York and in London. So I think for me, our podcast tour, um, you know, besides the fact that it was an incredible opportunity for us to meet and have on have awesome entrepreneurs on the show based in New York and based in London, besides that fact, for me it was really, I guess, a way of seeing if I could do it, if I could make, if I could do and run podcast production days overseas without my Melbourne guys, without, you know, my Sydney people, if I could do it. And ultimately then if I could actually, if we can actually run the Pierce Project in different cities and have clients based in New York, clients based in London. So what happened was, you know, many of you may think, many people have told me, you know, oh, did you just find, you know, your New York production guys when you went there? Did you start interviewing and whatnot? And it's really not how it went down. So I did, I found the New York production guys and kind of booked in everyone while I was still in Oz. 
So in early June, once the brand had launched, during the day I would, you know, work on the business, pitch, um, prospect, you know, work to find clients. And at night I'd jump online and I'd start to hustle to find my New York-based team of one audio engineer and a videographer and photographer. So not many people, but just the core production team over there. And once again, I did whatever it took. And, you know, I jumped into, I found New York-based creative Facebook groups that I posted in. I stalked people on LinkedIn, like hardcore stalked. And I would send off emails to people who I found, you know, if they had their email on LinkedIn, I went hard on this. And I knew I only had a couple of weeks to pull together a team over there because I was heading over to start the, the tour in late June. And so it was looking back on it now, you know, it was one of the most intense part, I guess, times of this year where you've got a new company, a new brand, and and you're also trying to organize something that, you know, you're in a completely different time zone to other people, you know, in New York. I'd be up at 1am here in Oz and it'd be, you know, the middle of the day in New York and I'd be having email, back and forth email correspondence and conversations with potential people. But once again, I feel like I got, I got lucky. So um, when I came across our New York-based audio engineer, Gene. So I found him on LinkedIn and sent him a message. And now I know that Gene literally thought it was a spam message. You know, it's like, I'm this girl from Australia. I'd I'd love to hire you for these podcast production days we're running. Are you keen? Let me know your rates, et cetera, et cetera. And for Gene, you know, he's like, that's the first time I've ever had anyone from Australia or any gotten any client via LinkedIn. And so um, it's pretty, it was pretty hilarious when we talked about it in person when I got there. But, you know, I booked him in. Gene was a gem. He ended up connecting me with videographers and photographers based in New York that he thought were a stellar, super awesome. And that's when I ended up finding Joan. And she, now this was after a lot of hustle. People were giving me crazy rates. I'm like, oh my goodness, we're a small new company, you know, but eventually found Joan. She could do a really reasonable price for me for the three days. And her work was stellar and amazing. Her little, you know, her assistant and her team was was awesome. And so I went with her and I'm, I'm super glad I did. Joan, if you're listening, thanks so much. Okay, great. So once I'd hired, you know, my guys in New York, I headed over and, you know, finally I could let my hair down. Finally, I could relax a little bit after some of the most intense months that I think I've ever had from onboarding the team to rebranding the company to organizing the New York tour. I will dive in right now about, I guess, my obsession with New York. So for those of you who don't know about this, I am literally, quite literally obsessed with New York City. You know, as an Aussie, you know, I've grown up on the other side of the world, on this island in the middle of nowhere, you know, and New York to me has always seemed like, you know, that 
the dream city. You know, I absolutely adore Melbourne. It will always be my home. But, you know, I would, when I was younger, I'd, you know, see TV shows and movies. A shout out to Sex and the City, one of my favourites of all time, based in New York. And I would just see this city of buzz and of lights. And and I, I just, I'd always told myself that one day I want to do something amazing there. And one day I want to spend quite a bit of time there. And so, you know, as the story goes, I headed to New York for the first time about two and a half years ago. And it was my time in, it was this time in New York, my first time in New York, that that really made me realise that I wanted to do something different, that I wanted to get out of this career that I was not passionate about, which was in finance, and that I was young enough to make the change and I knew I, I knew I just wanted more for myself. You know, I wanted to do something I was passionate about every day and New York made me realise this. I don't know whether it was the lights or what it was, or the buzz of that city that just, you know, you just it's just so unique to New York that I don't know what it was, but, you know, I remember deciding when I was there that I was going to start this podcast and that, you know, I was going to interview people that I, that were doing what they were passionate about. And that is really where the Pierce Project all began. At the time, this show was called the Pierce Project. It's obviously now Pierce to Pierce, the company's the Pierce Project, but, you know, it's crazy to look back, I guess, and just think all that has happened in the last two and a half years was really spurred from that from a lot of things, but really what tipped it over the edge was that trip to New York, that first time I went there. And so heading back there for the second time um, in June this year and in July, you know, I can't express, you know, how much it meant to me. And I guess seeing running fully professional podcast production days with the team, with, you know, some of the most incredible interview interviewees I've ever had on the show um, you know, it was it was a surreal, I guess, moment for me. I think also just realizing that this dream I have of doing business in New York and in London overseas isn't so far fetched. Like we can do it, and I think that's something that I definitely, I guess, learned personally this year. You know, it will be freaking hard. Like it will be so difficult to make it work, but it's not impossible. And so. You know, for me now in my head, I just think that's part of the plan now. That's what we're going to do. We tested it out this year. I went there. Yes, we didn't have clients. Yes, it was our own in our show, but but we made it happen. And so I guess we'll see what happens in the coming years. But hey, New York, watch out because we're coming for you. Okay, awesome. So our final stop on the tour was when we headed to London once again, you know, how did I find my team over there? Well, I looked to who I'd already used in New York and I kind of was chatting to my team in New York and I was like, Jean, I just need to find another, you know, Jean who's our New York audio engineer. I was like, Jean, I'm looking to find, you know, another audio engineer based in London. Would you happen to know anyone? And considering Jean knows everyone, he was like, of course, I actually do. I do know someone. So I was like, amazing. So he connected me with, our London-based engineer, and then from there I found our videographer and photographer for our two-day tour in London. 
It's crazy looking back, Piers. It's crazy. I feel like I've been just going for it and giving you guys the goods and telling you everything that happened this year for us, the key things that happened. And as this episode starts to come to a close, I think I want to just, I guess, give an insight into what's next for us here at the Pierce Project. What does 2020 hold? 2020 for us here at the Pierce Project, I still can't believe it's going to be 2020 in two days' time. It's absolutely mind-boggling. You know, over the last few months, you know, since coming back from our tour overseas and really diving deep into sales and marketing and going hard and um, going hard at that, you know, we've onboarded our first few podcasting clients who I, you know, I cannot wait to tell you more about next year and announce who they are and release their podcast for you all to listen to. But as we come to the close of this year, I guess, and and knowing that we've got shows launching for next year, now we're working with, with our clients on a daily basis to produce these shows. I guess looking into 2020 for us, you know, it will, it will be about growth. For us, it will be about growth. 2019 was all about elevating. You know, it was all about learning to podcast at an extremely, at a highly professional level and to create the type of service that our clients would fall in love with and to ultimately to create the kind of podcast that adds so much value to our brands and their listeners. And so, you know, 2019 for us, it was all about finding the right people to join us on this crazy ride that is the Pierce Project. And for me personally, it was all about realizing that my business has legs. You know, it's what started with just this one show that you're listening to, you know, has actually turned into a full-blown, a full-blown company that's still very young, but that is doing some awesome things. And so 2020 for us is really about growth. It's about continuing to find the right people to join us on this journey. It's about finding the right clients, the right brands, the kind of brands that, you know, are innovative and are looking to do things like have their own podcast and working with them to create what I like to call podcast magic. So we're super excited for what 2020 has to hold. And to be honest with you on a personal level, bring it on 2020. I don't even know what to expect. I've grown so much this last year. I can't even tell you. I've become a much better businesswoman. I have, you know, realized that what we're building does add a lot, a lot of value to people. And I've started to dream a whole lot bigger what I want the Pierce Project to become. So I'll leave you all on a note that, you know, one of the biggest lessons I've learned and taken away from this year is that if you have a goal, you know, if you have a dream, if you want to build something, if you want to do something bigger and create something for yourself, go 
after it. Chase it. And don't let anyone, especially yourself, tell you that you can't do it, that you're not good enough. Because here's the truth, Piers. You are better than you think. You do have what it takes. And if no one else tells you this, I believe in you. And I'm here to back you 1,000%. You and your dreams. You mean so much to me. The fact that you listen to this show, the fact that you're listening right now. You know, you really are part of the wider Peers Project family and community. And I just don't want you to forget that. We've got you. Okay? Until next year, Peers. Peers, that's a wrap. Thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of the Peers to Peers podcast. We hope you've enjoyed your introduction to our latest guest peer and that you find them as gung-ho as we do, which is our way of saying inspirational. For more, make sure to subscribe to our show on iTunes, Spotify, or any app where podcasts are played and leave us a review. We produce with passion and it doesn't stop here. To see what else we're up to, visit thepeersproject.com or follow us on Instagram at the Peers Project. We'll have fresh, real talk for you next week, peers. Until then, if you need inspiration, look amongst your peers.